I'm not a feet guy, but I'll suck on Selma Hayek's if, feet. Yeah, not, not for nothing. It's like if you're going to suck on toes Dude. and that's like your thing yeah. and then you have the opportunity to do it to Selma fucking Hayek. Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host here. Hey, what's up? It's me. It's Dennis Rooney, everybody. We got a hot one today. Let's do some plugs up top. We got Keep a, it profesh. a big, long, hard, hot one. Whoa. I think he's talking about you, Mr. Dan Barry. Hey, it's not always hard. Sitting smack between, what do you call the thing between the dick and the asshole? Dan Barry. <laughs> That's an old joke. Everyone knows that yuck, joke, yuck, right? Yuck, okay. yuck. Follow uh, the pod on uh, Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast. You can follow Dennis, Dennis Rooney 7, only on Instagram. At Dennis Rooney 7, only on Instagram. I started a threads account, but I'm not telling anybody about it. All right. That's a good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always good to get it out there, your social network. Find uh, Mike on Instagram at underscore Mike Tui. What's that? Underscore? What you don't that? know the underscore? I'm glad you asked then. You have to shift on the keyboard. It brings that dash down to the floor. <laughs> That's, That's the, the underscore. Mike Tui. And uh, all social media. Dan Barry, where can they find you? Uh, the Dan Barry on all social media. Every single social media because I have to have everything. You got a uniform, though, across the Yeah, way? the Dan Barry. Nice. The board. Yeah, yeah. That's as soon as something pops up, I put the Dan Barry on it. Did you ever consider, because Dan Barry, ladies and gentlemen, uh, excellent stand-up comedian. Wrestler. Wrestler, that's what I wanted. Um, did you ever consider using a stage name, Wrestler? Like, yeah. This so, is the time I find out you're like, my name is Mike. So when I, <laughs> yeah. By the way, my real name is Hank Steadman. No, Hank I, uh, <laughs> I. When you first start in wrestling, you have to get like a license. And uh, wait a minute, no, you know, yeah, you, do. you need you're a wrestling York, license. Hold on, who the, checks your license for New York wrestling? State Athletic Commission. <laughs> How big is that bouncer? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny, like. You go to the New York State Athletic Commission, you have to have people sign off on it. And then they go, if you want to use a fake name, you have to trademark it. But I was 18 years old. I no just money. spent money on drugs. I had nothing. Sure. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to wrestle as Dan Barry until a better name comes up. And then wouldn't you know it, 23 right. years later. Marketing, you're like, ah, I got six fans. I can't, you know. Yeah, I'm can't. saying that a long time ago. It's like once you get a couple fans, you're like, I, I can't change I was, I was one less Percocet pill away from being, <laughs> you know, Thunder Bear or some shit. I can't believe you need a license. To you, do, you don't anymore. At some stage, you still do. You, but ever, get, you ever get pulled over and they accidentally hand over the wrestling license? You know what's funny is that wrestlers, like, what is this? wrestlers used to show that at the bar and be like, this means I'm a registered lethal weapon. Like people used to say that all the time. And then like, you know, like people my size would say that. It's like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a registered anything. Actually, Sex that, offender, maybe. That joke, that story <laughs> leads us right in to the movie. And what I'd like to start with, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to our new format, we get to watch movies we actually enjoy. Huh. It was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino, his ninth film. Wow. We watched it. And now, ninth film, episode 191 of the pod. Ooh. Check that out. So there's a nine in there, so it's all right. harmonious. We knew what yeah. we were doing. That yeah. was intentional. Number back nine. Back to back, Margot Robbie. Robbie? I still Robbie. don't know how to say it. Robbie. Yeah. We did Barbie last week. Uh, People went Bobby. nuts, dude. Bobby. <laughs> we changed Bobby. Yeah, we put her on the grill. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so there's, there's a joke in this movie. There we go. Hit it. We're uh, feedback heavy. There's a joke in this movie that I can't believe we're all comedians, and sometimes you hear a joke and you just go, oh, my God, it was there all this time, and nobody flipped it over until now. When uh, there's a scene with Bruce Lee, 
You know, it's supposed to be Bruce Lee. This is uh, also a scene that was uh, caused a lot of controversy. Yeah. But there's a scene with Bruce Lee where Bruce Lee goes, my hands are registered as lethal weapons. That means <laughs> if I kill somebody, I accident- accidentally, I go to jail. And Brad Pitt goes, anybody kills anybody yeah. in a fight, they accidentally go to jail. <laughs> it's and called manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, for the first time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, holy shit, he's right. Like, I never thought about it like that. So that scene is a dream sequence. That's daydreaming Brad Pitt. On the roof. That's him remembering. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. why he plays off such the cool guy. He throws Bruce Lee into the thing. He's like a little racist towards him. It's because it's his fantasy of what How would play he out. he remembered it playing out. So then he just goes, ah, so it's better off I don't get the chance anyway at that movie. Well... I mean, that's how he remembers it for sure. It's for sure him flashbacking, but I think we're supposed to believe that as is. I See, I don't think it actually happened. See, I think, I think it actually happened, but I think that... If you think about it, he Clint Clint is his name. Cliff Cliff took, took Cliff the Booth. Cliff Booth. Here on this pod, we don't really get too Brad into the Pitt. details about B- character. B Pit B Pit. No, yeah, good. good. The, the movie podcast doesn't deep dive into the no, characters. Not, no, no, no. And Roper. What were those guys' names? Those two. Uh, not not a review Lindbergh for a little bit. Whatever. Not a review. It was the first kick was meant for Cliff to like measure him. And then the second one is where he like knew it was coming. Yeah. And then Bruce Lee would have ad- adapted his style. So I feel like if it went the third round, Cliff would have definitely lost. Well, it does go the third round where they start going hand to hand combat, and then they get interrupted, and there's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, I think it's supposed to be. I mean, Rogan already went over this on the podcast where like apparently the Bruce Lee family was not happy that no this was. got depicted yeah, yeah. this way. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fucking movie that changes history drastically. It's like, so this isn't, it's just more of the same. More just changing history. Who cares? I really don't think the whole thing happened, dude. I think he takes off his shirt, he lights up a cigarette, uh-huh. and he daydreams about that line that Leo says to him about, hey, listen, this other guy doesn't like you. Yeah, yeah. And then he fantasizes about how, he plays the whole thing out where the wife throws him off the set, and then he's right back to the yeah. roof again. So I don't think, it, like, and I think that's why it's a little racist, because it's Brad Pitt's idea of what would happen if he went down there. Cliff Booth, what does he say? That's, oh, you mean like Bruce Lee's depicted as being yes. like stereotypical? Yeah. So that's why that whole, that's why the whole thing doesn't, I don't think, I don't think it's that offensive, because I don't think it's, you know what I mean? I don't think he's trying to actually twist history of a thing that happened. I think it's just Brad Pitt, how he would have seen it happening. But, but, but that that you, see, you see Randy and Leonardo DiCaprio have that conversation where Cliff was not part of it. So therefore, it couldn't theoretically be completely from his perspective. That's true, I guess. And so, also, we get another flashback with him and the wife on the boat, where it's like, are we supposed to believe that's just his version too? You know, I yeah. Know. He, I mean, not for nothing. But it's pointed directly at you know. <laughs> this movie's been out for a couple of years now. I've never heard that take where it's like, no, that's like a. Oh really? Yeah, I like I it though. I do like that. But they take, bring though. you right back to him on the roof. So why would they do that? If... It, it seems so much more like a flashback. Yeah, I think it's like a flashback. A, than like a, you know, like they'd have some like music. Like, no, no, no. But like hold on. Like that, it can't like be easy dream sequence. It can't be. Wave, wave. I, I don't believe it can be a flashback because he drops him off there and he goes, "Hey, let the guy know." And then he drives right to the house to fix the antenna. So, flashback to when? If that he, morning, he flashback to the, the green, yeah, the green, the green hornet, the the yeah. concept of green hornet. They, he had in the beginning of the movie, he says some things that he has done recently, and green hornets on that list. Bruce Lee was in Green Hornet. Okay, so he's talking about a time back when that wasn't the movie. He just dropped Leo yeah, no, off at. No, okay, no, no. all right. He's dropped him off at Lancer, which is the movie he'll be. Mm. Uh, See, those are, those are the in. details I definitely don't get down into. <laughs> Dude, I watched this on a plane from Vegas, and yeah. I just spent my time watching. It, like, oh, okay, like I'm starting to pick yeah. up on some stuff, and I'm like, I'm gonna do some homework for this podcast. And you guys don't even have their names. <laughs> <laughs> I <can't> booth. <laughs> I can't booth. 
Lancer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I pretty much know. You know, Randy and his wife, his Australian wife, you know. Yeah. Uma Thurman stunt double. Here's actually, you know what, though? To your credit, Mike, I'll say this, and I think this is up for discussion in the movie. In my opinion, the Bruce Lee thing in the history of this film, that's really like how it went down. And I'm sure there's some bias to it from the, pers- the storyteller's perspective, yeah, but I sure. think it actually happened. But Cliff Booth yeah. is also like, he's he says he's a war hero at one point. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been a stuntman his whole life. It's like, this dude can fuck people. Like yeah, it's, yeah. For whatever reason, this guy is the ultimate badass. He's guy, also you know a murderer. I mean? Sure. He's also, well, that's what I wanted to say. He's yeah. got a Maybe, dog that can murder you too. He's yeah. got a dog that <laughs> kill on command, you know? But so in that flashback sequence, we see everything happen with the Bruce Lee fight. Where, right. Where to us, we could be like, oh, he kicked Bruce Lee's ass. In the flashback to the wife, we don't see what happens. It is listen, that boat's a rocking, man. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys think he killed his wife? Because yes. it's without question. They definitely point you in that direction. Hey, he the as she stands up, the gun starts tilting towards her, and his <laughs> finger is literally on the trigger, <laughs> and then it cuts away. Like there's like I understand that there's like open to interpretation, but like if you're yeah. not ready to shoot, your finger's not on the trigger. Yeah, and, he was just, and as a military person who is trained in sure. warfare, so let's be clear, definitely killed his wife. I appreciate that they don't show it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if they had like alluded to be like, that guy's the guy who fucking kicked Bruce Lee's ass on set, and be like, really, that guy? But to be like, that's the guy who killed his wife, it's like, and he got away with it. It's like, he did? And it's, you know, it's kind of the perfect crime, killing someone out on the water, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 It's, one, it's like a standard. Especially in 1967 or whatever well, it was. Isn't that what happened with, like, there's a... Uh, ask the, Ke- standards ask the Kennedys, I think. The Kennedys have done some well, stuff the, like there, that. Well, there was, uh, what was his name? Like, Robert Goulet or, like, one of, somebody like that. Like, somebody missed this, disappeared off a boat, like a, a wife or something. I think it's, like, yeah. a recreation of that. Right. It's like, I forget, I don't know the exact story. But it's, like, that's not an uncommon thing that has happened. Like, it's pretty... Yeah. Sure. People getting drunk. Yeah. Just suddenly, yeah. oh, I fell overboard. It's just weird, though, to be like, because we love Cliff. We love the, the pair of them, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad, but we love these two dudes. Sure. Those are our boys. But to, and, he, and Brad Pitt shows, like, genuine, like, care for humanity at moments. He goes to check in on this guy who he hasn't even worked for in 10 years, only to find out that the guy's having a great retirement. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's really comfortable. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, so we're rooting for this guy the whole movie. We like him, and it's like, he killed his wife? Well, uh, it's in, <laughs> a mo- in a movie yeah. where Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like the guy who's like the anti-hero in every single thing he plays. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, this is a movie that's favoring the anti-hero, which right. I guess would be Brad Pitt in this movie. Like, yeah. I almost like, Leonardo DiCaprio is the star of the movie, but it's not, it's less about him. In a way, it's a very... It's, like, equally about the two of them, I feel uh, like. I think it's, like, an homage to Hollywood and then also, like, how Brad Pitt's, like, a secret badass. <laughs> like yes. It's, it's a very much, like, a... Like, look at look at old Hollywood. It's, like, everything Tarantino. Like, old Hollywood yeah. and just murder. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's a two-hour... I think it's two hours, 40 minutes, something like that, 2.38. And a good two hours is just people driving around with music and I'll watch it all day long I don't give a <laughs> shit it's so good cool it's cars like, I mean you can cool say it's scenery. Like style over substance or whatever Definitely. especially Tarantino I mean Definitely. we've never really seen this guy you can make arguments against this but we've never seen this guy use the same trick twice in a way like yeah. sure he loves mobsters and stuff right. like that but like most of his movies have been fairly different from right. each other in right. certain aspects but with Inglorious Bastards he decides he's writing his movie he's talked about this how's he gonna close it what's he gonna do with Hitler and he goes I'll just change history and just fucking they kill Hitler and then he goes and makes this movie and he does the same thing he just rewrites history it's you know it's I'm 
it's interesting. It's a Tarantino verse, right? Like yeah. we get to like right, the, the whole like uh, yeah. uh, Antonio Margarita's Margarita shout out in this movie. It's like the so they say he's in, did spaghetti westerns with a bunch of people, uh-huh. and one of the people is Antonio Margariti, who is the, oh, fake, the director, right? fake director, fake director in, in, in Glorious Bastards. Yes. Like it's a lot of cool like stuff in there. I like. Have you ever been? Have you been to Los Angeles since this movie uh, ever? No, Everybody? not since the movie no. came out. Not since before. He the movie literally came out redid all of that strip, that yeah. strip of that movie, and it still looks like that for the most part. Oh, they left it. A they lot like left it because he paid for all of it to get done, like proper construction, and, and they were, yeah, and they were like, yeah. oh, this is great, and now it's like old timey Hollywood again. That makes sense because you're watching the movie, and of course, all the set dressing is amazing. All the small house stuff and small stuff is easy enough for Hollywood, but then you look at it, them cruising down Sunset, yeah. and you're like. How do they do that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how they did it. It's yeah. just Tarantino's like just throw money shitload of money. <laughs> yeah. I hear his movie theater like doesn't necessarily turn a profit. It's not there for profit. It's it used like to be a porn comedy club. He's like, I just want a place that like, like that to exist. I think it used to be like a porno theater, theater. probably. And I then bet. he like made it. He bought it, and now it just screens movies he wants to see in that theater. Yeah, like they have to have a certain amount of barefoot exposure. Yeah, a lot, lot more bare feet in this one than you would than most movies. A lot of bare feet. It makes sense. Hippies bare feet. Maybe yeah. that's why he wanted to make the whole movie. Yeah, but like imagine being in a movie theater and just like Margot Robbie's like big ass feet just like sit next to your shoulder. I don't want you to think about that. I'm worried. But I, mean, I didn't I didn't mind that one. I liked the, the, the little uh feet in the movie theater. But right on the uh windshield? Right on the windshield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's off that's off put in a Cadillac in a yeah, Cadillac of the time. Oh boy. <laughs> you got bench seats. You got to put your fucking yeah, feet you on. This, this, oh, you're sitting in a boat. Just put your yeah. feet out. Oh my god. <laughs> What uh, I want to hear you guys' experience with this movie, and I also want to know your history of Tarantino. I know you're a general fan, right, Mike? I Yeah, this was the one movie I hadn't seen. Right. And now I've seen it twice. And uh, this was cool. This was a really cool one. The twist ending is so different because, you know, unlike killing Hitler, like, that's mm-hmm. exciting. You know, you'd argue, and you're, like, yeah. pumped up. You're like, whoa, they've killed yeah. the Nazis. Like, But this is this is totally. I, I was not expecting him to not show a gruesome murder. Yeah, right. like yeah. it's Tarantino. You're like something's gonna at the end. We you know that we know crazy. she's gonna die. That's yeah. the story, right? Sharon Tate dies. You're Roman very Polanski. With the story too, right? Well, I knew enough that she died. I knew that she, Polanski Manson, was involved. Yeah. I knew enough. I knew that right. she was she was supposed to die. Yeah, and then she doesn't. I don't know if she was supposed to. She did die. Well, as far okay, as the story, we get it, Tui. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that side. I'm Look, really clear. And for that point. reason, don't stream it. Uh, <laughs> she lives. So, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean, what a twist! Because it was so opposite of what I yeah. was expecting. At some certain point, it's going to turn into Hateful Eight or Reservoir Dogs. Everybody's bleeding. Right, right. <clears throat> and it, you know, there is a there is violence, but it you know not in the way you expect, which is cool. For like a triple homicide, the police are there and gone in like forty five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's also like, oh man, poor poor Cliff Booth got stabbed in the asshole. Oh, there's a girl on fire in the pool. Like, yeah, listen, there are more questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, there were hippies. Oh, fuck them then. Who cares? Why did Kinda, you decide yeah. to get the flamethrower? Well, she came out crazy and screaming and bloody. It's like, yeah, but I just did you have to flamethrower her? I just love that she's like getting burnt alive and she's like in a pool. Yeah. And she and just, just, if she just squatted. Right. <laughs> you know I mean, like, that's it. She's safe for days. The panic, though, of like just getting up and screaming and running. That's it's one of the funniest. It's a real scenes. thing, you know. I mean, it's a Dude, real thing, but no, it's but so like the funny. way that that is portrayed is one of the funniest things.
things. I could not stop laughing on the plane. It is too. funny because it's like, why is she still screaming? She's a cartoon. Yeah. It's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DiCaprio is hilarious. And he has so many small, just micro facial expressions that made me like bust out laughing. That is in this like movie. one of the best. He's like, uh, I'm not like, I was never really a huge DiCaprio fan. Get out. No, like, I wasn't. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. What's eating Gilbert Grape is where he peaked for me. No, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so it's a good movie. No, but he, uh, in this movie, he's a good actor playing a shitty actor who's trying to like be a good actor. And there's like some level of that where you can, where it's like, how well do you get lost in that scene? Like the part where he's like uh, on set, and he's talking with Lance or whatever, and like he has to like, cut the camera because he forgot his line. Yeah. And like it's just such like a good, it's such a. Rem- I don't know how to describe. It's an it, amazing scene, dude. It's a yeah. great. It's amazing. It's one You're of the lost best scenes. in it, dude. They, they shoot it real, it is, like they shoot it how it would look or whatever. It's so good. And you're involved in the story at this point, and then you you're waiting for the next line of dialogue, and then when he's when he breaks, I mean, how funny is that? And then he completely loses it. Dude. He, apparently, he like fully improvised basically yeah, yeah the whole they, freak out like of the trailer yeah it's a full impro from that point from, from that's the, cool even the he, even the cut in the line he's like I think it'd be really good if he just if he loses his line here right and I love that he's such a hammy actor in that moment like yeah. he's doing like these faces and he's like spitting <laughs> and it's like so funny like and then he goes to the scene later where it hits the him and the girl and, he's and he throws kills it it's fucking amazing. It's yeah. like Daniel Day Lewis, and right. then like how I would act if I was <laughs> yeah. in that role. <laughs> yeah, those eyebrows too. He's, he's like, like really he's like listening. These faces, and it's so funny, like just the way yeah. he leans into it. But and even the other guy, Olaf. How do you say his name? Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. His, he was just like a, a subtle look, just like, wow, this is the guy I'm working with. It was so good. He, he did one of those like. Huh, all right. <laughs> We've all had that at work, so it's freaking out, and you're doing a fine job. Like, you're not in trouble at all. But we, someone's... We've seen it at stage where you're on yes. stage, somebody hits a joke, and it's like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. okay. You're pushing Lancer pretty hard. <laughs> but just like how they, it's got to be fun being an actor, playing actor tropes, like being able to take the piss out of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of a, it's a fun little like send up to the idea yeah. of acting. And I like that it's it's this. I'm a TV guy. Went into movies, failed. Now I have to go back to being a TV guy. And he guy. says he's like at one point. I, this is like my fourth time watching it, and I yeah. picked up on so much yeah. more this time watching because when you know what it is, you just get to relax and really yeah. like poke around in the scenery and shit. But uh, he says at one point he's like ten years on the ascent, five years treading water, and now we're just out. Like now we're getting sent to Italy, right. and it's like, God damn, don't you feel that as a comic? Where I it's feel like, that every fucking day. <laughs> I always say this. I always say this. Being a comic, especially like at our level and shit, it's like uh, the Red Queen theory from Alice in Wonderland. The Red Queen said you have to run as fast as you can just to stay where you are, and it's like, yep, that's yep. it. I, mm. I call it being on a treadmill where right. you're working really, really hard, but you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, that's I feel that a lot sometimes. Yeah, this is a comedy podcast on the <laughs> on the second on the my second dad uh, left on my first uh, on the second viewing. I picked up when uh, he's in the pool rehearsing lines. He's rehearsing the line he forgets. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. already heard you it, know what yeah. it, which is pretty yeah. cool too. Just right, a little. Right, right. But Tarantino did all sorts of little things. You know that he just loves about. I guess maybe about Hollywood. So that's where that comes yeah. from. And it's, like, true to the time period. I just like the, the line Brad Pitt says. He's like, don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Right. <laughs> oh, that was a stupid line. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it hits for It doesn't mean anything, but it hits so well. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> well, it's like the good old boys yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, relationship that they have. Yeah. Where it's like, you can hug me for, like, a second. 
You know, but you better get off me. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later <laughs> on at the house, you know, when he's finally he's chipper again, and he's like play fighting for a second. He's like, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna say there was another little Tarantino stamp that I caught on this because you watch enough of his films, and there's like intent, whether it's intentional or just how he writes dialogue and shit. So at one point, uh, in Reservoir Dogs, when they're leaving the diner, he goes, "All right, Ramblers, let's get rambling." In this movie, when the fucking Manson kids are there, they go, "All right, pig killers, let's co- kill some piggies." Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, wow, this guy likes how he writes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah he's definitely somebody who likes the sound of his own voice. Yes. Yeah, but so wow. do we. Like, I'll listen sure. to Tarantino's dialogue all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot of, like, great little uh, silly lines of dialogue. Like, the idea that when she has that revelation before she starts going, she's like, we're killing the people who taught us how to kill. Man. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, you know that's, like, 100%, like, oh, a conversation. The, this is exactly what, like, you know, yeah. Tarantino's, like, smoking weed in his house. Right. Or, like, Whatever he might be doing in his free time. I wonder time. if the girl who turns around like has a, a moment of clarity. Was that is that based That's real? In truth? That's real. I yeah. figured it probably was. There's yeah, a lot right. of that. Real. I've so I've, I was telling you before, but I actually went to that house uh, oh, yeah. because my buddy Bill is like a a big like you know murder guy. He loves all that huge shit. fan of the murder. Just big sure. fan of murders, which is why he hated the movie. Thumbs down, just like Tui. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, it was still murder, just the wrong people. Yeah, I just guess. not the same know. people. But we went to like <laughs> I drove up to the house. Like this is, it looks a lot different than it does in that, or at least what I saw it looked different. But we drove up, and it's like. Apparently, like the one person ran away, got in the car, and drove off. Like, there's a whole like yeah. World. It's crazy that people would still go on. Yeah, the idea that you have to now the in- getaway car is gone, dude. <laughs> involve three other people to get you to hitchhike home. Like you, you the evident, like you yeah. are. But I guess that's just it how brainwashed though. they were. It succeeded though. What do you like, mean it succeed? succeeded in, in that real they life? Them, but didn't that they exact get- happened? They all killed the people, and then they hitchhiked out of there, and they were but, gone. But they all got. I mean, they got caught. They eventually, yeah, right. But yeah. like, it's they didn't get caught like. On the scene. Sure. So it's the same concept. Like, it's weird that it in this movie, it obviously falls apart because they pick the wrong house, right? right? Or, like, they go and kill Rick Dalton instead of... Yeah. Uh, try to kill Rick Dalton instead of... Uh, the uh, worst possible human that could be on the other side of the door is on the other side of the door. <laughs> a guy who could fuck up Bruce Lee is on the other side of the door. <laughs> Tripping on acid, though. Yeah, like, which is dog. kind of hilarious. <laughs> I, I do like they did it on acid. Like, it's, he's, it's the same. He's it's, the same person. Well, I think, honestly, I mean, and you would probably know... You, I'm sure you've been in drunk fights. It yeah. probably kicks in, right? Yeah. Muscle memory and shit. There's a little bit of it where you kind of go like, oh, I know what I'm doing, but it's... it's and you get flooded with uh, adrenaline, too. Yeah, you know? but I call it, like, time delay. Like, you're live via satellite. Like, you're not... Right, You're not right. on cue. Like, sure. you're just generally fighting somebody else who's also drunk, so but it's a little bit different. But these are also, like, literally hippie kids who, yeah. like, have never probably swung a fucking knife in their lives. It's like... <sighs> the dog... Just him going... And the yeah. dog, like, destroying <laughs> is one of the moments where, like, in the movie, I did not think that would happen. Right. Like, I was like, oh, like, he, they, they have a standing chance because it's against... Was this your first time watching it? No, 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 no. Oh. But, but watching the movie, like, when you watch it, I go, you have that moment of, like, oh, no, this is... They kill these two instead or whatever. Yeah. But, like, when he cues the dog and it just goes nuts... Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Goes like, from oh, zero okay. to 100 immediately with the dog, yeah. I love that the Italian wife gets one in, too. Yeah, she yeah. Gets yeah. To <laughs> cross somebody. How dare you enter my house? Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, what's funny. the other one? It's like, oh, uh, you're, uh, you gotta name it. It's, uh, I'm the, I am Rex the devil. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here the devil, do the devil's bidding. Now nah, I was dumber than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Getting to see, um, Brad Pitt just go from, like corner of the house to corner of the house, bashing, just looking that for one, edges. That one girl's yeah. face over and over again. She stabbed oh him. God. 
I watched, uh, there's a, a show called Stuntmen React on YouTube, mm-hmm. and the woman who's the stunt person doing the headshots in yeah. this movie was on that, and she described it. Yeah. And she's like, literally, he just holds my hair, and I do everything. Right, right. And uh, she, so she, you have to. Which is crazy. It's crazy when you think about, like, there's a part where it's a dummy, and it's very clearly a yeah, dummy, yeah. and it's, it's kind of played up for comedic, I think. But, like. When you watch her hitting the head against the phone, like, she did that. Yeah. So she's like, just hold my hair. And then she's slamming her own mm-hmm. face into a... Imagine being, like, a human being, like, I don't like that I'm doing this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt probably have no problem. That guy's been doing... Yeah, he's like, he's like another day at the office. He, uh, <laughs> they pulled something from his life to throw in the movie. Because, of like, again, so much acting inside stuff and so much Hollywood stuff. But uh, when he's trying to help Rick or whatever, make him feel better, hey... You're Rick fucking dog. <laughs> Brad Pitt said when he was like, you know, in his mid twenties, like doing well as an actor, but still kind of like between Joe, what am I doing? Yeah. One of his buddies who was like living off of him, you know, yeah, smoking yeah. pot and sleeping on the couch was like one day like, Hey man, you're fucking Brad Pitt. Don't forget that. <laughs> and he goes, and you know what? It felt good. It felt good to hear that. Sure. The, 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 I think the, uh, the, you're too handsome for a stuntman thing was also part of it too. Where it was like, that's something that's been said. Like, I think it was, like Burt Reynolds was somebody that got right. that once. Or like it's like an That's inside Hollywood bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a couple. Of, I like those like sort of call throughs and like it's so like it's like layered um, references that yeah. like you yeah you know, certain people will get and certain people won't get. But it's like or the moment where he has to stand in as Steve McQueen at the Great Escape. Like oh I heard oh, yeah. you almost got that and he has to replay that whole. But he and but it was so cool. And this kind of goes back and supports your yeah, daydream, daydream theory. Daydream theory is while DiCaprio's answering the questions about never really being up for the offer, he's playing in his mind him fucking playing that part. Because of course he in his head of was so a you know times. what I mean. And then when it becomes the biggest thing, yeah, I gotta see that. I've never seen that movie. It's a good movie. It's good. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, I would. I part of me thinks like I while it's not revealed, I'm sure there's like a there's definitely like a novelization of this book of some sort, but there like is. Tarantino wrote it. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I imagine Did he? it's very he proposed. He want, like well, he wants the Bible. To, after his 10th movie, allegedly he wants to focus on novels. He said, I don't think he's going to stop at 10. I think he's going to make his 10th movie. He's going to stop for like four years and then he's going to get an idea and he's going to be like, ah, or he'll make like a, he, cause, uh, one of the movies, uh, was inglorious, but no, hateful eight was, he wanted to be like a mini series. That so they brought Hateful Eight to Netflix with an extended. I watched that. Too. Yeah. I love Hateful yeah. Eight. That's yeah. like my top. It's 10 a hate, great. It's a great. They movie. They pitched the Hateful Nine. I thought. Is that the dad joke button? Do we have a dad joke button? It just womp womp womp. That works. Yeah, that works. <laughs> That's my whole um, set. <laughs> they're going to do the same thing. I heard this is a rumor, so I don't know if it's confirmed, but I heard this recently that they're doing the same thing with this movie to Netflix. It's going to like a two or three chapter version. That's like. Again, this movie's two hours, 40 minutes. It's going to be like fucking four hours. Yeah, I really yeah, like that. I will it. watch every minute of it. I like the extended <laughs> version of Hateful Eight, so I probably would yeah. definitely watch an extended version of this. My beef, like, I don't have beef with Hateful Eight, but it falls off a little bit at the end, but the first two acts are so strong for me. It's the thing. It's the movie The yeah. Thing. That's yeah. all it is. It's the movie The Thing, and then now it, it boils down. I think what's great about it, I think at the end, like, I like you're right. The first two acts are like the thing, so like the best, strong. and the fourth act is very uh, fourth act. The fourth, uh, the fourth <laughs> episode, basically thing. The the because it, it's like a the four, reveal yeah, of the, the whole it's four group chapters. chapters. Yeah, oh, four okay. chapters. I'm thinking in the acts of a story. The act of a story. Act, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fourth act of the fourth chapter. It's definitely just like a flatter movie. page eighty two. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? Page eighty five. Yeah, line page fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I rewatched that recently. And which uh, one? The thing or hateful eight? Well, we did yes. the thing for here. 
Yeah. For this Recently, podcast, go go ago. back and check it out. It was October, right? Yeah, I think. Whenever that was. Yeah, but uh, no, The Hateful Eight. And uh, I did like it. And yeah, I didn't realize how much it just kind of becomes a different movie. And it yeah. feels faster. Yeah. And it feels, it sort of cut undercuts a lot of. It's a lot of fun at the end. It's, but, yeah. It's, but the but, first two acts feel like a play. Like you could read the dialogue alone and just be like, this is great. And it moves nice and slow and just feels good. I also yeah. just love What's Her Name. Uh yeah, Daisy Dom. Janice Joplin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's her name? Um, Daisy Dukes. Daisy Domagoo. Daisy Domagoo. Domagoo. Yeah, just her get. I watch her get beat up. <laughs> her get beat up and just stare daggers at you. Like I'll fucking take it. I love the scene where just off topic for the movie where she gets punched and then like you can see Kuros like look up like you mother and just get yeah. falls out of the side. That's a great. Who plays yeah. the cop? I like that guy too as an actor. Walter Goggins. Yeah. Oh, Walter he's so Goggins. good. He's yeah. like, he's one of my favorite actors who does the same. Like voice, <laughs> he's right, the right. same guy. Yeah, like, he's kind of the same guy, but his you—he's always got me talking politics. He's <laughs> always shifty. I, it's never like exactly what it is with that guy. I've used that line so many times <laughs> in a social situation. Just be like, you got me talking politics. Oh, so good. Um, what's your? If you had to pick one, what's your favorite Tarantino film? Um, we can circle back to it too if you want to mellow out. If you want to sit on no, because you know what? Like it's it's weird because I feel like it's always like a mood that I'm in. Right. So like I liked Pulp Fiction a lot. It was a movie that I had not seen ever. You know what I mean? Like it felt like a unique movie to me yeah. when I first saw it. So what? to me, it's like a standout. But I don't know that I think it's my bit my favorite one. But it's the one I think of the most fondly. Right. I would argue I like Inglorious Bastards a whole lot. Yeah, and Glorious Bastards is tough it's to It's such top. an enjoyable movie, soup to nuts, and there's so many beats in it that are like um that are that are funny and then there's like these unique character developments like the the three versus the three and like there's so much things that happen it's so layered i genuinely like that movie the most i think yeah I remember me too and i accept the violence from there maybe because it's nazis yeah, yeah. yeah so he's just like yeah murder these motherfuckers i don't feel I mean, bad at all you know but then hitler gets killed and he's like well now i'm not him <laughs> <laughs> i remember like reading about that movie before it came out when i was in like high school or early college or whatever and just being just the line of like Here's the pitch. In World War II, there was a secret group of Jewish soldiers who hunted Nazis <laughs> right. like Native Americans. And you're just like, all right, how much money do you want? Fucking make it. That's amazing. And you see yeah. that baseball bat with the blood attached, and you're just yeah. like, yeah, okay. I saw something, not to talk too much off of movies, but it is Tarantino, and we're talking Glorious Bastards. Uh, I saw this pointed out on the internet the other day, and I'd never seen heard it before. It's a great pull. Um, when... Uh, What's his name? Goes in at the beginning, the very opening scene of the movie. Yeah. The uh, Nazi detective, whose name is escaping me, he only addresses and oh, Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Christoph Waltz, yeah. yes. He only addresses, out of the three daughters, there's two brunettes and one blonde. He only addresses the blonde. Uh-huh. Aryan. Yeah. Shit. And then when he goes to shake her hand, he very gently touches her wrist, feeling for a pulse, like yeah. an elevated pulse. Small shit like that uh, makes so, like, you know what I mean? That's what's going to yeah. make me watch a movie three times, four times, and just be like, pick up on stuff like that. My buddy, uh, stand-up comedian Sean Donnelly, very funny guy, he gave me this one last night that I never noticed. In Reservoir Dogs, the famous opening scene at the diner, who didn't tip, right? Yeah. You know, who didn't tip? No, everybody looks at each other and nobody says a word because they're all criminals and they wouldn't rat on each other. <laughs> oh, but, and but the fucking cop, undercover cop, the cop is the one who points them out. out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh. that's your whole story right there in the first five minutes of the That's film. awesome. Isn't so, that fucking good? So now I want to rewatch the whole movie just to get Small that. Small shit like that. But that's uh. exactly it. There's so, there's, in his movies, he like layers he these like... He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like wow. he's good at it. Like, what oh, the fuck? Oh, man. 
Damn. That's... Bunch of white guys jerking off to Tarantino. Yeah. What can you well. do? Don't stream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really We're edgy. Should... <laughs> you know, we get Grace this week because we did Barbie last week. That's a great movie, too. Barbie was great. Uh, I feel like we should all take our shoes off and socks and just show bare feet for the duration of this. See, uh, if, we, see if we can get Tarantino to actually. Yeah, see if can... Hey, man, I, you had that 10th movie coming up. I'm just saying. You guys, feet didn't do anything for you guys? No. It's no. beginning to more because I want to feel like um, I got to, you Artiste. know. It's like I'll dip a toe in, you know, but. Hey. Uh, uh, no, never. I don't know. I never understood. Yeah, they don't do it. For you me. know, there's. I know a couple of people who like. It's not about like the the physical act of having sex with feet, but the idea that like a girl in a nice shoe is like, oh, that's very yeah, attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference between that and being like. Let me show the balls of your feet. <laughs> yeah, was like, yeah, let me see your dirty black and yeah, feet. I want you to jog a mile and then come yeah. in here and put your feet up on the thing. <laughs> I want to scrape gum off the bottom of your heel with my face. It's That's so it's so funny to me. Like that, like uh I mean every at this point he at this point he's sending himself up. Well, I mean it's it's open. It's known. Yeah. But it's like so funny that he's been putting it in these movies since day one. Yeah, as like his thing, he fucking wrote his part of uh, from dusk till dawn, and wrote his character that he got to suck on what's her name? Selma feet? Hayek. Selma Hayek's feet. I'm not a feet guy, but I'll suck on Selma Hayek's if, feet. Yeah, not, not for nothing. It's like if you're gonna suck on toes, Dude. and that's like your thing, yeah. and then you have the opportunity to do it to Selma fucking Hayek. And he's such a great director. Selma Hayek's probably like, yeah, absolutely, go ahead. She's like, I'm just happy to be in this yeah. movie with you. Look at, uh, I, I'm going to keep hitting you for the names because you're, you're nailing it today. <laughs> uh, and Kill Bill, Uma Thurman, I got it. Yeah. Right. Uma Thurman, she was going by his muse publicly for a while. Yeah. Where she's like, yeah, he's I'm his muse at the moment. So like, whatever he wants to work, I'll, I'm probably in for it. You know what I mean? Mm. And there's tons of her feet in the movie. Yeah. She knows. She doesn't care. She's like, the guy makes great movies. Whatever. Is she you see my, my fucking paycheck to these movies? Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Wiggle your big toe. I'll do that. Sure. She's not in any others, is she? Quentin Tarantino movies? She's in almost all of them except for after uh, Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction. She Pulp was Fiction. In, she was in oh, True obviously, Romance. Right? She in True Romance. I didn't see True Romance. Um, she's in... I think uh, that's the last one for me on the list. I gotta see that. Is she in Pulp Fiction? Yeah, she's... Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh no, Pulp Fiction. Sure. Go get step what else then? What Pulp Fiction? Uh, Obviously, the Kill Bills. Kill Bill. Um, was she in Reservoir Dogs? I don't recall. Maybe don't not. So. Maybe not. No. I don't think she was in Jackie Brown. Definitely not. I don't think so. I mean, she's been in a lot, but she definitely, you know, at least those well, three. We sure, like, Brad Pitt wasn't in a Tarantino movie until Inglorious Bastards, right? That was the first one he was in, and now it's like he's been in everyone since that. Well, it's only been. Well, hold on. He wasn't in Django, was he? Leo was obviously. I forgot all about Django. That's all a, about Django. That's another good one. Django's entertaining, but it's Django's not, not my favorite, probably. But it's not my favorite. But I think Christoph Waltz is another good character. And I, we could, yeah. he plays a yeah. like, the the most good guy. And J- Jamie Foxx, obviously. That's another one where, like, some of Tarantino's films, you just the pi- the pitch is already so good that even in the hands of a bad director, it's like I would like to see that movie. But it's in the hands of the most amazing, well, one of the most amazing directors of all time. But like, yeah, the pitch for Django, it's like, oh, a slave. Gets bought his freedom and gets to kill slave owners and search for his wife who he was separated from. Yeah, sign me up. You know what I mean? It's right. like, that's sick. I'm trying to think, like, Tarantino also does this thing where he pulls in, like, obscure actors to play roles in his movies. Right. And Django thought of it because made me think of it because, uh, what the fuck is the guy's name? But the guy who owns, um, I said, not, it's not Candyland. That's, uh, Leo, I think. But that the, is Leo, yeah. Yeah, the, the one, the, 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 
where they kill the brothers on the on the guy's property and the the slave owner of the well, I forget his name but he has like he has a song called Heartbeat which is like a <laughs> a song in the eighties like he's like he's, uh, he's he, some random person he, yeah like you would know him if you saw him but you wouldn't if you yeah. weren't you had no idea who he is and Tarantino has a way of like plucking these like actors that like he has a fondness for yeah yeah and just putting him in the movie putting him in the perfect spot though, right for them, you the know? guy uh, the guy who plays uh, George Spahn in this movie is actually supposed to be Burt Reynolds uh, and Burt Reynolds died before he was making it so he cast the guy uh, who was the general in Hateful Eight yes. to play that role because he liked him in some other obscure role. And he's like, I like this guy. He's going to my yeah. movie. Like, that's it's so... one of those things where he's like, he's got a good voice for it. Yeah. So I'll use him. And he's, he knows he's what he's actor. doing. He's been around forever. Yeah. He's obviously very capable. It's like, yeah, let's work the guy. You know, I love right? it. I love that sort of like obscure, like Paul. Tarantino of... put in like every, every, celebrity daughter in this film ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maya Hawk, right? Yeah, yeah, She's in it. She gets to leave. She gets to run away from She Maya makes one. it out. Um, Who's the lead girl, the the one, the hitchhiker? Lena, Lena, oh, that girl, I forget her name. She's, Le- she's not in so. anything else, right? No, or no she's she? in a couple movies, but she's, that's like, that That was the movie I first noticed her in, but she's been yeah. in a couple of things. I forget her name, though. Lena Dunham is one of the chicks back at the yeah. ranch. Yep, yeah. yeah, she's like the Harley mother of Earth. Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter is yeah. there. She has like one line. Which one is she? She is. She literally has one line, uh-huh. and it's like when he's asking the three girls, like, "Then he lives here." She just says, "Like, yeah, he lives here." Uh-huh. That's the only thing she yeah. says. That is pretty that cool. Sad card. But it's like, <laughs> you know, I think uh, you know the song that they're singing. All is all one. All is one. All is one. Charles Manson song. Yeah. 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 I it's guess you guys knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, it's so, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah, the guy who played Charles Manson played Charles Manson something else too. For the record, right. he played his. He like. He's like the go-to guy to play Charles Manson, which so is kind of funny. He looks like him. Yeah. When did Manson get his uh, swastika on his forehead? In prison? Yeah, yeah in prison. Oh, he did okay. to himself. Hard to get people to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm all it. about peace and love, but also... But also I have a swastika on my forehead. Actually, he was in World War II, and then he came across a bunch of guys, Jews uh, undercover. I see what you're doing there. Hey. There we go. Hey. Um, there's a thought something happened. He hit a button. I don't know what it says. Who knows? We'll find out. Emil Hirsch playing Jay Sabring. Yeah. He reunited with Timothy Oliphant. I don't think they have any, you know, scenes together, of course. Yeah. But they were in uh, The Girl Next Door, an underrated rom-com from back in the day I with li- Paul Dano, a young Paul Dano. A young Paul Dano. Yeah. Uh, I, what was the, um... Uh, the guy who plays Steve McQueen is yes, a Brit- yeah, British is he? actor. He's so he's a British actor. He's great. He's in the movie. He's in this this series, Band of Brothers. He's like the yes, main guy in Band of Brothers. Yes, Williams. No, it's um. Damn dude, it. you know who he was too? Oh God, he was in uh, that Stephen King movie about the aliens. Dreamcatcher. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's fucking really good in that movie. Yeah, too. he's a he's a really good actor. He's in also he's also he was in like um uh. What the hell? Is it? It's like a sh- an HBO show or a Showtime show where he like, uh, he's a spy, a British spy. Yeah, he's a uh, no, he's like a Russian spy or something oh. like that. But um, I forget the name of it. But yeah, no, he's uh, he plays Steve McQueen in this, and he's really good. He's got that funny little monologue. Yeah, he's like this never, guy. never had a chance because <laughs> <laughs> he looks like uh, whatever she. Her type is young, good looking. Well, he's, he's still Steve McQueen. But it, it, Steve McQueen in 1969 is not Steve McQueen in like 1955, which right. I'm pretty sure was his era of sure, yeah. like the thro- heart, young heartthrob. So now he's older Hollywood guy. He's still the fucking man, but he's like, yeah, I never had a he, chance. She likes him short, young, and talented. I never stood a chance. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> tall. Yeah. Damien Lewis. Yeah, That's his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got him. That's not it. 
It is. I've been doing that all day. No, it's just, <laughs> just telling people, nah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Rudy's such a bully. <laughs> like, I'm not a bully. You are so. Come it's just a pro- abusive. <laughs> um, no, yeah. It was, uh, I think, as far as like. You guys got anything on Polanski? I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. Oof. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe we do it for uh, next October. Well, I'm not looking forward to that. It's a it's a great movie, but it's like Is it's it a, a slog. It's tough. You watch yeah. at the end of that, you're like, oh, you don't feel like you feel icky. Is that the one at the end? Is all for you, Damien, or is that the different? It's the Omen. That's the Omen. No, this is. Uh, I mean, it's it's similar. The the devil. The baby's the devil. Oh Hell yeah! But uh, <laughs> you know, it's which is similar to the Omen. The baby's right. the devil. But no, it's it fucking it hurts. It like it sucks. It's tough. Wait a minute, hold on, because I wasn't that familiar with the history of Sharon Tate and the murders that night and whatnot and mm. stuff. And I was I'm still I'm only a little familiar with Polanski. And it stuff. was cool too. They showed the actual movie that she was in back when. Yeah, when she's the, she goes to oh, movie the movie there. Crew? Yeah, yeah, Wrecking it's Crew. Not a recreation. Yeah, that's yeah, they the real movie. Her. I think they cool. did that to pay homage to her yeah. too. Like, of course. Like, so thank you. And I think also because. By putting the movie in this movie, they have to pay money for the movie, which the money rights go towards Sharon Tate's family. Oh, like, yeah, like there you like go. Other, That's dope. There's layers. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Very that? nice. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> that night? Sharon Tate, the baby... And who else? Her, her didn't friends. Did Polanski live and have? He wasn't there. He was I don't in, think he was in Europe filming. Oh, he wasn't there. That Just night. like that night, Leo goes over. He's not talking to Roman Polanski. He's oh, talking to Jason the Brink. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I think Jason Bring would have been dead too, right? It was Jason Bring. Um, so it's probably Jason Bring who got murdered. I yeah, I, I misunderstood that the second time I picked it up because I'm like, no, he because in in my brain I'm like, no, uh, Leo talks to Polanski at the end. And it's like, oh, no, they don't, which they purposely look exactly the same. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I went back. I'm like, oh, no, that's right, because he wouldn't have been around because that's how it would have been factually. And whatever. so what happened? Polanski got hit with child? But he was a, he, yeah, it's yeah. not good, yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, one of the OGs of uh, pedophilia pedophilia in the Hollywood. And it was weird. Him, Jack Nicholson is involved somehow. They're all sort of, there was like some wild parties going on back. Yeah. Right, right, right. Some shit went down. Yeah. And uh, Manson was looking for the one of the Beach Boys. Dennis Wilson. They're yeah. all, was it was all wacky. Yeah, yeah. It was all wacky back then. Not my boy Brian Wilson. He's just crazy. Right. He's own. just crazy as is. And not like anymore. Crazy talented. <laughs> Hollywood's all on the up and up now. Yeah, ain't yeah, nothing yeah, bad happening there. Yeah, send your kids to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up, baby. I love this movie though. Yeah, yeah, it's very enjoyable. Like I was li- when you guys when you were like, hey, you want to come in and watch and watch one time? Hey, man, you, you, were like, you were like, <laughs> you were like, you were like, no, it didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, I was gonna watch it, but right, I was really gonna watch it the, today before I came here, but then I was flying back. Uh, I was on a plane. And I was like, oh, it's on the plane. And I watched yeah. it, and I was hooked, man. How do you feel about a uh, movie on an airplane? You feel like you're like in the movie? Oh, 100. I love. So I fly a lot, and that uh, I literally there Brad. are certain things on. Planes. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, but you know, platinum says. Anyway, so like, <laughs> they, so I was in first class, and they I turned the movie on, and I'm watching. You in first class, you got the oh bump? yeah, of course. Nice. Yeah, you know, the screens are a little bigger in first. Yeah, class. they're real big. They're real big. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have actually a couple of really good first classers. I'm not gonna say here, but uh, there's uh, I'm watching the I'm watching the movie, enjoying it, and then like you start. I have a theory about planes that you you have your best plane cries on planes. Yes. It's uh, I. It's so easy to cry at a movie on a plane for some reason. Jojo Rabbit. 
Oh, kill, me. <laughs> kill me, kill me! I saw those shoes. Ooh. <laughs> I never, I never saw it. Oh boy! Don't watch the shoes. Uh, oh well, god! It, don't watch it on a plane. Is all I'm gonna say. It stinks. You ever seen Shutter Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. I, Give you me know, a quick yes, pass or fail on it, because I like it a lot. I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah, it. I remember liking it's long. I think the war flashbacks in that movie yep. are yep. under not underrated in, in a cinematic sense, but oh my god, horrifying. That's a whole film of like what's real, what happened, what didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good, enjoyable gang. Yeah, the movie playing on a movie is so clutch. Also, like, so I the last time I flew, I was flying back from Florida, and I'm not a great flyer. Uh, I'm I'll fly, I'll fine, but like I'm gonna be nervous, and you know, blah, blah, blah. but uh, I came up with a set of rules. <laughs> if I'm gonna watch a movie on the plane, I don't want to watch a new movie. Don't improvise. I, I watch only old movies. I want to yeah I want to watch something that's comforting in a way. Only Jojo Rabbit was the exception. That's what got me in trouble. Say, well, yeah, but yeah. And then, but sometimes listen. Hey, first class might be different rules for me. You know what I mean? I'm watching War and Peace. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm wailing kind of, up there. <laughs> I'm cutting through my chicken casserole like mm, this is dude dabbing tears with a warm towel is yeah. another experience. Can I have another warm towel. Thank yes, you so much. Right. They're dabbing for you. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I put on The Departed because it was like two hours, 40 minutes, and that's like how long the flight was. Yeah. So like literally the movie's winding down. I'm like, this is amazing. Like when this movie's over, I know that I'm going to be home, like touchdown in like 10 minutes. Uh, I, I can tell a funny story about being first class on the yeah, plane. Man. Flying home from Dublin. So six hours on a flight. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I get upgraded because. Yeah. No, uh, Delta. So real, so real, real first, first class. class. <laughs> real. Lay down seats, first class. Fold wow. out TV. So the TV is like a, it's like a twenty-four inch TV in first class, like right in front. What's amazing? So I'm sitting down, and sitting next to me is a dude who played Hellboy, whose name just escaped me. Uh, he was in the Sons actor? of Anarchy. Yeah, Sons that of guy? Sons of Anarchy. He's next uh, to him, he the, the big burly guy, but he's like a huge Ron Perlman. There Ron we go. Perlman's so I sit down. So what happens is I'm in like. Uh, Wait, a minute, you guys sit next to people in first class? Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Ron the, Perlman's uh, saying that right now. His, <laughs> he was upset. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm in like uh, what's like Comfort Plus on the plane, and they go, uh, "Are you flying alone?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they go, "Come with me." Grab your bag. I'm like, okay. So I grab my bag. I go to the first class. I'm in like seat 1B. And my phone's like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> so I get to sit there and he's like literally the seat directly next to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I see him and he looks at me as I'm sitting next to him. And I give him like the, I know who you are, but I'm not going to talk to you. Like, polite, I give him a little yeah. polite nod. Yeah. And he gave me a nod back to be like, thank you. And I sat down. So now I am going to start looking for a movie. And I looked on the screen and the first movie of new releases I had never seen was 12 Years a Slave. I had never seen that movie. Okay. I'm like, I'll watch this right now. So I put it on, put on my headphones, tilt the screen towards me, start watching. And the first scene of that movie, he is being forced to finger the girl next to him laying on a floor of slaves. It's a very like... Ron gra- Perlman is? No, no. The, the, oh, uh, okay, the star. Okay. The, uh, the star okay, of the movie. All right, all right. Shitwell. Uh, Shitwell. I think I said his name. He's like forced fingering her. And like, it's this very graphic scene and you can see it happening. And I shit you not, Ron Perlman looks at my screen looks at me <laughs> and then like goes like shakes his head and goes right back to the scene and I'm just watching the movie like ooh what cinema like, I, I really, don't judge me Ron Perlman I was like you son of a bitch Hellboy I'm gonna put your movie on his work oh, never saw God. that on Sons of Anarchy yeah. my head was where you were though I was so convinced you could be like <laughs> Opening scene, Ron Perlman, <laughs> yeah, he's like, some slave. Or like a, slave yeah. Or just b- murdering somebody. And just oh. like, over, like, yeah, just go, did just, you like just, 12 Years a Slave? I did. Brad Pitt pops up in that one. He too, does. Right? He's a he's I like the Canadian it. hero. He's a Canadian hero? He's a Canadian hero. Maybe I'll watch it someday. It's a good movie. Um, anyway, so we got to make a schedule. 
Yeah. You guys get, you get a, you have like a show schedule, and then when you do your live show, it'll be like, we're going to be doing, and you pick a random-ass movie. <laughs> you know, so no one in the crowd know, knows the movie? Yeah. No, yeah. they got it. They have to have seen it. Ben's an idea, man. Bad idea, man. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? I think we have a couple movies floating around, a couple ideas. I think we have some ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think I actually have a working list in my phone. Yeah, we'll whip up a little schedule there for the month of calculating. February. February. Oh, we got to do something romantic. Yeah, we right? do a couple of films. True romance. Yeah. Hey, all right, you guys daddy. Well, I don't know when you're hearing this, but uh, come to Eastville Comedy Club every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Check out the boys. I'll be here Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's all. That's all.